0: Straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. You need that slap in the face. You can't get slapped in the face when you're trying to soften everything to make it seem not as bad or not as urgent or not as serious as it could be. You need to take the slap. That'll wake you the hell up. And everybody needs to wake the hell up. Stay all day. 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 Free's exceptional. Work on your game. and his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. While I know this show is all about our performance and our mindset and doing well in business, What are you doing for your body? What are you doing to make sure that you're giving your body everything that it needs? Because no matter how well you're doing business and how sharp and bulletproof your mindset is, if your body fails, everything goes with it. So any of you has ever thought about taking supplements or maybe you tried supplements, but it was too messy and it was too much stuff to do and you got bored with it. You got annoyed with it. You gave up on it. Let me help you out with something. I want you to stop wasting your money and your time on taking dozens of supplements every day to clutter your cabinets and leave you feeling overwhelmed. I want you to say goodbye to the confusion and say hello to the newest sponsor of the Work On Your Game show, which is AG1 by Athletic Greens. And what this is, is the ultimate all-in-one daily supplement that will change the way you think about nutrition. With 75 minerals, vitamins, and whole food sourced ingredients, including prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, and adaptogens, AG1 fills the nutrient gaps in your diet, promotes gut health, and supports whole body vitality. It's basically like having a personal army of health experts working around the clock to keep you feeling and performing at your best. Does that sound good? And here's the kicker, AG1 is going to give you their full vitamin D liquid formula for free, a year's supply of it with your first subscription purchase. And this is a vital nutrient for a strong immune system and strong bones. Plus, you'll receive five free travel packs so you can take your AG1 on the go with you for those of you who travel a lot. So you're ready to take ownership of your health today is the perfect time to start athletic greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to athleticgreens.com work on your game that's athleticgreens.com work on your game that link is down below check it out because with a 90 day money back guarantee you got nothing to lose and everything to gain so start feeling your best today and performing your best as a result With AG1, the all-in-one supplement that simplifies your nutrition game. Again, athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there, boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative that is to go get an energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called "Work on Your Game." My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, as promised, is why we need to stop softening reality. We got to stop softening up reality. We got to stop turning it into mashed potatoes and deal with what is actually happening. And I'll get into where this is coming from and where it's going momentarily. but First, let me tell you all that every morning I send out a text message for free to everyone who's in my text community. This message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp and on point. So if you want to receive it, here's what you do. Text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. And every morning when I send out this message that I call the daily motivation, you'll be receiving it straight to your phone to help you be focused, sharp and on point to start your day. And that number is listed down below in the show notes as well, if you uh, forgot it already. Also, work on your game, University. That is the place where you go to take your next step in the work on your game world. When the things that you hear on this show, when you're ready to start applying these to your business, when you're ready to start applying these to your life and get actual, measurable, real, sustainable results, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com so you can stop playing around, stop talking about what you want to do, stop thinking about it, stop planning it, and start actually doing it. All right, those of you who are serious about that, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com right now you can schedule a time to get on a call with me. You can get access to all the trainings and the courses and things that you hear me talk about. I have full courses and full trainings and learnings on these things and direct coaching where you can actually deal with a human being on applying this stuff. All of that happens at Work On Your Game University, nowhere else. So go to WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. That's where you take your next step in your Work On Your Game journey. So again, you can stop playing around out here with your life. Now, getting into the topic, stop softening reality. I told you this was coming in yesterday's episode so let's get to it this is an episode that's going to divide the audience i'm going to tell you this this is going to divide the audience because some of you are not used to this form of communication that i'm going to advocate for today and that i'm actually going to share here today so some of you who have been around this is not going to be that surprising to you but those of you who are relatively new let's say you've been listening to this show for a month or less this is going to be relatively new for you okay now it does not mean Even though I said it may divide the audience, doesn't mean it won't be useful to you. It's going to be useful to everybody as long as you listen to what I say. It's just that some of the things I'm going to say here today for some of you are going to be very challenging because you are not used to anybody talking to you this way. You're used to a softer method of communication and you may even prefer a softer method of communication. That's the exact point of today's episode that you're not going to get that. You're going to get a harder form of communication because this softening of reality is the exact thing that is slowing you down, keeping you mediocre keeping you average and holding you back from achieving the outcomes that you want to achieve because you have found clever ways to soften every situation that you're in to make it seem better than it actually is and this is how we have basically codified and normalized weakness as I talked about in yesterday's episode so this is a sister episode this is a sibling episode to what I talked about yesterday so i guess some people would maybe say everything that i'm laying out here would be a trigger warning that's what they say now is a trigger warning when you're about to say something that might Upset or disturb or make some people uncomfortable. Well, let's be clear about something. I don't give a fuck if you're triggered or not. Okay. I don't offer trigger warnings. Right? You get triggered, you get triggered. Right? So the point of what we do here at Work on Your Game is to help you do better, not necessarily to make you feel better. So if this doesn't make you feel good, but it helps you do good, then I achieve my outcome. This is not a feel good show. This is an education show. Sometimes education, that you know, the actual definition of education is to bring out. Now, education is not for me to put something in you, it's to bring it out of you. So what we do here at Work On Your Game, and the show is listed in education category. Is why I said that. It's not about making you feel good. This is not an entertainment show. All right? This is not a spa. Okay? This is not a day spa. All right? This is designed to help you perform at your highest level. And for you to perform at your highest level, guess what you got to do? Something outside of the comfort zone of the way you're performing right now. Because the way you're performing right now ain't your highest level. Which means we got to push you out of what you're used to doing and get you into something different. Everybody get what I'm saying here? So- one of the ways that we do that is to look at the reality of your situation and let's stop softening it and making it seem like it's okay. Let's look at it as it actually is so that when you realize how not okay it is, now you are driven and moved to actually do something about it rather than making it seem like it's cool when you know that it's not subconscious So you know it's not. Now we're going to make it conscious. 85% of your thoughts are subconscious. We got to get it to the conscious so you can actually start thinking about it. And then when you consciously think about anything for long enough, eventually it gets into the subconscious, but you got to knock on that door enough for the subconscious so that the conscious thoughts actually get accepted. Everybody follow me so far? Good, that's just an introduction. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is stop softening reality. Number one, there are many times in life when we could use a slap in the face rather than a pat on the back. Why? Because a slap in the face wakes you up. So you could pass somebody on the back, they're not going to wake up. You ever patted somebody on the back and they didn't even notice that you did it? All right. If you're sleeping and somebody pats you on the back, you might not even feel it. But if somebody slaps you in the face while you're sleeping, you're waking up. Guaranteed. Everybody feel me? Nobody can ignore a slap in the face. We can forget about a pat on the back. See, a pat on the back, metaphorically here, I'll spell this out for you. Pat on the back is somebody telling you that everything you're doing is good. Everything you're doing is working. You're perfect just as you are. Just keep doing the same thing over and over again. And everything's going to work out, even if it's not working out right now. That's the pat on the back. That's the person offering you encouragement, even though you're not doing shit right now related to your goals. That's a pat on the back. And many people these days, because we have codified weakness in our society, they not only prefer the pat on the back, people are actually demanding pats on the back. People listen to what I'm saying here in just the first five minutes of this episode and will shun and attack and try to censor and silence somebody saying the things like I'm saying right now, because people, again, it's not that people don't like pats on the back. Everybody likes pats on the back. I like pats on the back. I like when somebody tells me that everything I'm doing is working and I'm good and I'm perfect. And if I just keep doing the same things as I'm doing right now, everything's eventually going to work out with no change whatsoever. That feels good. It sounds good. Is it going to help me do good? Hell no. A slap in the face is what most of us need most of the time. Many of you who are listening to my voice right now, you will have been running on a treadmill of mediocrity doing the same things that you know don't work, you know that they don't work, but you have softened your language and codified weakness in your mind so much that you have convinced yourself that they are going to work if you just keep trying, if you just keep doing it, if you just keep believing in yourself because you're a good person, because you're trying hard, because this happened to this person. And you heard this on your favorite pastor gave a sermon last week that made you feel good. and You listen to your favorite motivational speaker two hours ago. And maybe something I said in the daily motivation text that felt encouraging to you, you saved it. And somebody gave you a positive word today and you feel good about it. And all of that has added up to you codifying This bullshit that you keep telling yourself that if you just keep doing these things that don't work, eventually it's going to work out and you know it's not going to work out and you know that you need to be slapped in the face. But because society has conditioned you that you are demanding pats on the back rather than asking for a slap in the face, you just keep getting the pats on the back. The problem is those pats on the back are going to keep encouraging you right into the grave where you're going to die with all that talent inside of you because you never did what you actually needed to do. What you would have done had somebody slapped the shit out of you in the face like you need to get. And all of this is metaphorical, by the way, of course, <laughs> the slap in the face will wake you up. Nobody has ever ignored being slapped in the face. Any of you ever been slapped or punched in the face? You remember it. Now, how many times you've been patted on the back? You probably forget most of them because it doesn't matter. Uh, they go in one ear and out the other. Again, metaphorically speaking, a pat on the back allows us to keep thinking how we want to think, being how we want to be, living in our constant state of sleepwalking and in your comfort zone. These are the things that we forget about and don't even notice. Think about how many days in a row you've been doing the same stuff that is not getting you where you want to go. And you can't even remember what you did 13 days ago, six days ago, three days ago, 12 days ago, six months ago. You can't even remember because you've been doing the same stuff for so long that none of it even matters. None of it even has a mark in your brain because it's a treadmill. It's sleepwalking, right? You're doing it, but you don't even remember doing it because you're not doing anything. That's the whole point. You're doing nothing. You're just doing that nothing over and over again every day. It's like Groundhog Day. But a slap in the face. You remember those. You remember when somebody tells you a harsh truth about yourself that you really needed to hear that was actually useful for you. If you've read my book, Work on Your Game, I told you this story how in 2005, I was at L.A. Fitness. This is in the Andorra section of Philadelphia. This gym is still there to this day. Last time I was in Philly, I drove by it. And I was playing pickup ball in this L.A. Fitness. This gym used to be packed. There used to be a lot of people would come to play pickup at this particular L.A. Fitness every night. This was the place to be to play pickup basketball. And at this point, I'm out of college. I had played a little bit of pro ball. I played in Lithuania and came home. So I'm in Philly, still living in my parents' house. And I would go to this gym and I would work out in the evenings and play pickup ball with all the guys that came in because it was a nice, healthy crowd of actual good ball players that would come in there and play. I remember I played one night and I did my usual thing. I had my dunks. I was doing my stuff, showing my game and all of that. And I get, went into the locker room after the pickup games were over and I was you know, getting dressed. And this older guy, At this point, I'm twenty-three years of age. This guy had to be about he was in his late thirties. He's about 35-ish. He approached me. We had been playing on the same team in the gym, playing pickup that night, me and this guy. But I didn't know this gentleman. But we had been playing, that's how pickup basketball is. A bunch of people show up, y'all just pick up teams and you just play and then everybody goes home. You may never see these guys ever again. For those of you who don't know how basketball works, that's how it is. So this guy approached me in the locker room and he could tell that I was a younger guy. And he gave me some advice. He gave me some advice. At the same time, he gave me some criticism that I needed to hear. He said to me, Dre, and he did not know me again. It's the first time you ever seen me play. i would never seen this dude before. i would never seen him again. He said, Dre, I'm going to tell you something that he said. First of all, he gave me some compliments. He said, "Yo, you got game. Like, you got handle. You can dribble. And he mentioned like a move that I did at one point in the game. He said, you did a move like it's dudes who play pro who couldn't do that move that you did. And you're athletic and you could dunk and you could do all your stuff. And I know you played some ball and all that. But Dre, I want to tell you something that I know I'm not the first person to ever say this to you. And it was I always remember it because he prefaced it by saying that he said, I'm going to tell you something that I know you have heard before. I don't know how he knew it, but he was absolutely right. He said, sometimes when you're out there, you're not playing as hard as you could be playing. All right. Sometimes you are. He said you coast. Sometimes you're coasting through the game. You're smooth and you're coasting. He explained. He said there's a difference between being smooth and coasting. And sometimes in the game, you're coasting. Your game is smooth because you obviously have the skill. But at the same time, you're coasting. And then he drew this comparison between two guys who played in the NBA at that time who were very popular players. He said, you got Tracy McGrady and you got Kobe Bryant. Both of these guys are highly talented, highly skilled players, both of them in the Hall of Fame. He said, Tracy McGrady, he's very skilled, but sometimes he coasts through the game. He's not playing as hard as he could be playing. But Kobe, he's very smooth as well, but Kobe never coasts in the game. Kobe plays hard every game, all game. He said, Dre, out there, you have some Tracy McGrady tendencies, but you need to have more Kobe tendencies. Both of them skill, but instead of just being smooth and coasting, you need to be smooth and playing hard. And I remember him saying that, and again, this is 2005. It was almost 20 years ago this man said this to me, and I still remember the conversation to this very day. I still remember the exact spot where he stopped me in the locker room and gave me that talking to, and he was 100% correct. That's a slap in the face. That's the kind of conversation that you need to have from somebody, maybe every now and then, maybe once in a blue moon, maybe all the time. Because that's what's going to wake you up and get you out of your sleeping state of not doing what you need to be doing and moving you to actually doing what you do need to be doing. You don't forget slaps in the face. Again, that was 20 years ago. I can still tell you exactly what the man said 20 years ago. Why? Because it was a slap in the face. Now, all the time somebody told me that I was great and I was the best player they ever seen. And man, you should be in the NBA. You should be playing for the Lakers. So you should be, you're better than LeBron. All all the times people said that to me, I don't remember. Why? Because those are pats on the back. We forget pats on the back. You don't forget slaps in the face. This is why you need them. And again, I mean, this in a metaphorical sense, not a literal one, but this is exactly what all of us need at many times in our lives to keep us awake. We need something or someone to wake us up so we can get out of that sleepwalking state, get out of our comfort zone and move towards the outcomes that we say we want. Because at that time, listen, I didn't tell that man what I was trying to do. I didn't tell him what I was doing in basketball, where I was going next or anything like that. I knew what I wanted which was to get back playing professional basketball at some point because at that time I was in between jobs and I wanted to go as far as I could possibly go in basketball. He gave me that advice and it was very good advice because it's something that I needed to take to heart that I could take with me through the rest of my career, which I did. But see, none of that can happen. if Let's just say that man has said that stuff to me and I just decided to dismiss it. Well, forget this dude. He's just a hater. He's just trying to talk shit. He's just mad because, you know, he wasn't as good as me. He's some old dude just trying to talk down on the young guys and trying to make himself feel important. I could have said all of that stuff because guess what? I put basketball content on the internet for 10 years. I got 8,000 videos on YouTube to this very day. A lot of them basketball material. I've read and replied to probably a million comments, DMs, emails, text messages from basketball players asking me questions and advice about basketball or sharing me their stories about basketball. And a good number of them are players who would say things just like that when they got harsh feedback that they needed to hear from a coach or another player or a parent, somebody who gave them some harsh feedback. In other words, a slap in the face. A coach who said to them, listen, you're not playing because the other players who are playing are better than you. Or a coach who cut them from the basketball team and they tried tried out. Or a parent who said, you're not going to play on the basketball team because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing in school. Or a teammate who won't pass them the ball because every time they pass you the ball, you mess up, you miss a layup, or you can't make an open jump shot. And the player will come to me, And they would say, well, these guys are hating on me or this coach is hating or nobody's supporting me or my parents are not helping me out. They won't support my dream. All all that's nonsense. They are giving you the slap in the face that you actually need to heed rather than going looking for somebody to give you a pat on the back. And see, they would come to me and hope that I was going to give them a pat on the back to make them feel better about the slap in the face that they had just received and run away from. And I would say to them, you need to go back and get slapped in the face again because that's exactly what you needed to hear. And some of those players took heed to what I said. And they got better. And some of them ignored me or said, well, fuck you, Dre, you're a hater too. And they didn't want to listen to me anymore. Let me tell you what happened to those players. The ones who heeded what I said, they went back and got slapped in the face again. They got better. They improved as players and they improved as most of these were males. So some of them were female. A lot of them were males. They improved as men because that's exactly what they needed. Basketball was just a vehicle for them to get it. And those who didn't, who knows what happened to them? But I guarantee you, they didn't get better. They didn't improve. Maybe they did later on in life when they realized that they should have listened to me when I said it. Let me tell you why they were willing to listen to me when I said what I said to them, that you need to go back and get slapped in the face again. Because I had no relationship with them. Therefore, I had no reason to tell them anything negative. I don't know you from anywhere. I have no vested interest in how you feel about anything. So I'm just telling you an objective truth. They had no reason to believe that I wouldn't. What reason do I have to tell you a lie? I don't know you. I can't gain anything from you. You ain't paying me. I'm just telling you what I see. This is what we need to hear and this applies to females as well, I'm just using this as example because these are the people who will come to me. You need that slap in the face. You can't get slapped in the face when you're trying to soften everything to make it seem not as bad or not as urgent or not as serious as it could be. You need to take the slap because that'll wake you the hell up. And everybody needs to wake the hell up. All of us need to wake up on some level. Now, people are at different levels of accomplishment, different levels of achievement in life. But all of us could be doing a lot more and performing at a lot higher level if, we were consistently being slapped in the face to wake ourselves up from the stupor that we are living in. Point number two today's topic, once again, is stop softening reality or hoping that reality is softer. Number two, our society used to more readily hand out slaps in the face a lot more than it does today. You used to get slapped in the face on a regular basis. This used to be a normal thing for all of us to get slapped in the face on a normal basis. Those of you who are over the age of 35. You can probably think back to a time when a slap in the face was a normal thing for people. And again, I'm saying this all metaphorically. What's changed, especially in the last 10, 15 years, is that many very intelligent, smart people have been determined to soften reality. And instead, what they've done is they bought this very strong feminized energy to society that has successfully infiltrated many people's minds, both male and female. And let me be clear what I mean when I say feminized energy, because this is one of those words that trigger people. And as I said in the intro, I don't give a fuck if you're triggered or not. You should be triggered. Right? I, sometimes I'll say things that trigger you on purpose, and I don't apologize for it. When I say feminized energy, I don't mean a female, even though feminine energy tends to naturally run in females. When I say feminized energy, what I mean is men tend to be more direct. We tend to be more objective more outcome and results and bottom line focus. This is just the way men's minds are naturally wired. This is what we call masculine energy. These are traits of masculine energy. We are more direct, we're objective, we're black and white, we're focused on outcomes, we're focused on results, we're focused on fixing things. We see there's an issue, we wanna fix it, we wanna handle it, what do we do? How do we solve this problem? That's what men do, we solve problems. We Look at things in black and white ways. Women, on the other hand, who tend to have more feminine energy, naturally, tend to look at things in a more softer way, Instead of black and white, there's more gray. Instead of hard lines, there are bird lines. There are more gray areas. When a woman has an issue or a challenge, she wants to process and feel through the feelings rather than address and fix the situation. Women want to feel through the feelings and emotions much more than men do, again, generally speaking. And it's funny when I bring up the feminized energy, sometimes people get mad and say, oh, well, you're being misogynistic or you're hating on women or you're being toxic masculine. You could, I don't give a fuck about any of those phrases. I just laid out for you exactly what I mean by this. So anybody who is turned off or triggered by that, you will listen to the wrong show. And actually, if you're turned off or triggered by that, you actually listen to the right show. This is the slap in the face that your ass needs that will actually help you perform at a higher level if you are willing to stick through it and deal with it. But maybe you already turned it off by this point. But generally speaking, this is what masculine and feminine energy does. I'm giving some trace of it. This is not the whole spectrum. Society has turned more feminine over the last 15 years than it used to be. The masculine roots of society, especially in the United States of America, is and was masculine. What's happened over the last, again, 15 or so years, this has become accelerated, is society has turned a lot more feminine. And some people say, well, it's good that it's feminine because men were in control all this time and they didn't do good. So now we're going to let women try. I reject that. I disagree with that. America is the freest society in the world. It is still the richest society in the world, though. That may be changing because they're driving up the debt and all that stuff. But America is the freest society in the world, richest society in the world. Most of us who live here in America ain't trying to leave. And people who don't live here are all trying to get here still. all right. Despite the fact that whatever you think the failings are of America or the justice system or racism or or against the, the gays or whatever you think, any marginalized group and they're not getting this and the cops are doing that, whatever blemishes you can point out in America, you ain't trying to leave, are you? Because there is no better opportunity than here in America. And what was that created by? That was created by masculine energy. That was created by men. That's a fact. Everything that I just said is a fact. Even if you are the strongest, staunchest feminist in the world, you cannot disagree in any logical, rational way with what I just said. You ain't leaving, right? But you're still staying here. You're trying to change things, but you're trying to change things here, right? You ain't leaving because if it was so bad, you would leave and just start your own society somewhere outside of this, but you couldn't do it. And that's why you ain't leaving. And despite your skill and despite your articulateness. You ain't trying to go build it all starting from scratch on your own, right? You want to build it on top of what men created. You want to make it better now that men have made it the way that it is. Now you want to come make it better. You only want to step into the role once it's already there. Since I'm on the subject, let me speak on this. No, People are talking in the, let's say they want women to step into the roles that men have. Women can do the role just as well as a man can. Okay. Well, yes, women want to be CEOs and women want to be the owners. Women want to step into the cushy Office jobs that are you know, they're paying people six figures and up at these jobs. Now women want to step in and do these exact roles. Let me ask you a question: Why ain't no women lining up and fighting to go work in the coal mines with the men? All right, men are doing that job too. Why I don't see women lining up to go fight and fix cars, get underneath the undercarriage of vehicles and fix those the way men do? Why aren't any women putting their lives on the lines at dangerous jobs like men are? Well, I, I see this is construction workers. I see walking around in my neighborhood in Miami all the time. There's all kinds of construction going on in here. I see about 20 men for every one woman. All right, why is there no movement or no protest to put more women in those jobs? See, the women want to step into the jobs that seem easier after men made them easy. It ain't like they're stepping in to do jobs that are just as hard as the man's job. So let's be clear and everybody play their position. Now, with all that said, let me get back into the rest of my point here. Society has turned more feminine from its masculine roots. And again, I'm not saying this as a positive or a negative, just a point that underlines what I'm talking about here today. The slap in the face is a masculine experience. Every man needs to know what it feels like to get punched in the face or slapped in the face, or probably both. The pat on the back is a feminine experience. Many of you need to be slapped in the face, not patted on the back. If you're familiar with Chris Rock, the comedian, most of you probably are. Speaking of slaps in the face, Chris Rock, in one of his comedy specials, he talked about, and he said it as a joke, but it was a good point. He talks about how he would have his kids, when they would wake up in the morning, as soon as they wake up in the morning, he would just punch them in the face and remind them that before they leave the house in the morning, before they go out to school or out into the world, Nobody in the world gives a fuck about you, and I'm punching you in the face just so you know what it feels like so that if the world punches you in the face, it's not a shock to you because this is what's going to happen. This is life. And again, he was saying it as a joke, but there's a lot of truth that is said in jest. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is stop softening reality. Number three, the harder you are on yourself, the easier life will be on you, and the easier you are on yourself, the harder life will be on you. So here's the question. How hard are you on yourself? How accountable do you hold yourself yourself? What do you allow yourself to slide on and get away with as opposed to how much you hold yourself accountable? How wide are your accountability gaps? Who is allowed to hold you accountable? How often do you know you will be actually held accountable by who and how harshly? Do you want to be held accountable? Do you allow yourself to be held accountable? And when someone holds you accountable for something, do you actually take it to heart? Do you heed the lesson or the message that is given to you? And do you even consider doing anything different or do you just take it and keep doing the same stuff you were already doing? See, the more you soften reality, the more you use softening language and softening thought patterns to make your situation seem less urgent than it is, the more you talk yourselves into being things being okay when they're not okay, the more mediocre you become and the more mediocre you shall remain. Most people are mediocre because most people have gotten really good at doing these things and make mediocrity seem okay. That's why you stay mediocre. When you argue for mediocrity, you remain mediocre. And what's happening is the world that we're living in, which is becoming softer, is becoming more feminized. And those are synonymous. The world is advocating and promoting that you do more of this. I'm suggesting that you do less of it. Why is this? Because as I told you in episode 1025, the opportunity is in the opposite. opportunity is in doing what most people are not doing, not doing what they are doing. So the question is, seeing that the world is getting softer, seeing that you have probably become softer because the world is shaping you to be this way. And you may not have even noticed that it's happening. Since the world is promoting that you be softer and is making you softer and you've become softer, sometimes you're conscious of it. Sometimes you're not. Question is, are you willing to go in the opposite direction and be harder on yourself? Are you willing to allow life or others to be harder on you so that you can actually get better? Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yes, there'll be times that you don't feel like it. Yes, there'll be times you are questioning why it even happened this way. That's exactly why you need it. So with that said, let's recap today's class, which is stop softening reality. Uh, Some of you are not used to this form of communication. And that's disappointing because this should not be the first time and it should not be a rare time that you hear this kind of communication. This should be a regular thing that's happening in your life no matter where you are. And some people, I guess, would say that's a trigger warning. But again, over here working your game, we will trigger you on purpose and not give a fuck if you are discomforted by the triggering, because that's exactly what you need in order to be at your best. Point number one. There are many times in life where you need a slap in the face rather than a pat on the back. Pat on the back is people telling you that you're perfect and everything's great and everything's gonna be okay. Slap in the face is someone telling you that this is fucked up, that's not working, and you need to change ASAP or there are gonna be serious consequences. You need the slap in the face. You forget most of your pats on the back. You never forget a slap in the face. Point number two our society used to more readily hand out slaps in the face than it does today. What's happened in society is that it brought a strong feminine energy into the world, it has become more softer more emotional, more weak, more, again, more feeling based instead of being objective outcome results. Bottom line focuses more blurred lines and gray lines. And society, again, it's turned more feminine from its masculine roots. And I'm not sharing this as a positive or a negative, just a point that underlines what we're talking about here. Slapping the face is a masculine experience. The pat on the back is a feminine experience. Which one are you looking for? Which one is better going to help you get to where you want to go? being encouraged, even though you ain't doing shit for yourself right now, or somebody slapping you in the face and letting you know that you ain't doing shit for yourself. Either way, you ain't doing shit. So which one do you want? Number three, the harder you are on yourself, the easier life will be on you. Easier you are on yourself, the harder life will be on you. So how much are you holding yourself accountable? How big are your gaps in accountability? That is between what you say you want to do and what you are actually doing. And are you allowing yourself to be held accountable when the accountability comes your way? Or do you run away from it? Do you ignore it? you let it go in one ear and out the other. What are you actually doing? Because the more you allow things to be softened, to sound as if they're okay, when you know they're not okay, the more you are fighting for your own mediocrity. And the world will not push against you when you fight for mediocrity because the world wants you to be mediocre. Your job is to fight against it. All right, that is the law of inertia. All right, if you're in a state of mediocrity, you'll stay there forever until you do something different. question is, are you willing to do something different? We know that you're able. question is, are you willing? That it. Text me, tell me the best insight you got from today's class. Or let me know you want to get that daily motivation message straight to your phone every morning. My number is 305-384-6894 and work on your game, You want to be held accountable? You want some slaps in the face, maybe not too often, but enough slaps in the face to get you on track and keep you on track. So you're actually living how you want to live and having the kind of business and life and status as a person that you really want to have, go to work on your game, You schedule a call with us, get into the university, and we can get to work on doing this stuff today. WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp focused and mentally on point for the day in front of you send me a text at this number 305-384-6894 one more time 305-384-6894 get daily motivation